Welcome to The Stellar Woman Show, the podcast, magazine, and video hosted by Stella Olivia Kikoyo. Each week, Stella will be bringing you a guest or a segment from The Stellar Woman magazine, whose mission is to spread thriving global women's stories, expert knowledge, and experiences covering mind, body, and spirit, fashion and beauty, money, business, and leadership, so that you too can be inspired, learn, be empowered, and thrive. Since knowledge is potential power, our aim is to spread it like light from one woman to another, which we believe will help to bring about change in perspectives and create new possibilities for all women to learn, be empowered, and thrive. We know if one woman thrives, her family and community thrive too, and the world becomes a better and brighter world. With over 100 interviews and stories, articles, videos, surveys, real life and business lessons and trainings, we believe that there's no better women's classroom as the Stellar Woman Show and Magazine. Stella and her guests will be exploring how they started, the dreams realized and unrealized, aspirations, the steps taken, the challenges, failures, lessons learned, decision-making process, and what made them successful, and the stellar woman that they are. For more information, check out the website, www.stellarwomanmag.com. Now, here's your host, Stella Olivia Kikoyo. Welcome, and thank you for choosing to be with us here on the Stella Woman Show. This is Patty. If you missed part one, please look out for part one in the previous episodes. Let's kick it off. So we know that you're making decisions along the way, but as a CEO, um, please share with our subscribers because decision-making is really an important aspect that we always want women to have a lesson to learn from founders and CEOs like yourself. Please tell us know more about what you think, how important uh, is decision-making? Really important. Uh, successful people usually, um, they make uh, their decisions very fast. And um, one of the things that I learned is uh, we got to keep our word after we make a decision. I think one of the key things for me when it comes to making decisions, right, is actually trusting uh, your instincts. Trusting that um, you've got what it takes, right? And uh, also when your gut feel tells you that whether or not something is a hell yes, right, or a hell no, just to be able to trust that. And if it's a hell no, right, um, just hold on to that decision, right, um, and, and see whether something else uh, emerges for you. And if it's, a, if it's a hell yes, right, then just go all in and do whatever it takes for you to achieve that outcome that you want to. Um, and, and that is um, the way that I've always um, uh, moved with my decisions. It's very important for me that I trust my guts uh, and instincts. And I believe that uh, whatever opportunities that the universe puts in our way, if we are not ready for it, the opportunity would not present itself in front of us. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it is in front of us means that the universe t- is telling us that, uh, or, or God, right, um, whichever uh, religion that we are in, is telling us that we are ready for it. And if we are presented with that, then it's really important for us to seize that opportunity and to say yes to it first and then figure out the how later. I think many people, um, especially women, because uh, we the way we are being, um, the, the way our DNA is, is sometimes we will doubt ourselves first, 
right? And then we missed out on opportunities. But if we can start to train ourselves and say that it's okay to say yes, it's okay to say that um, this opportunity is here because the universe trusts that I can um, take this opportunity and fulfill it, right? And believe that I can do it, right? And really seize the opportunity and go ahead and do it. That's when things will start to change for us. And I believe that when we can start with this level of uh, decision-making in our lives, right, that's how um, our lives are going to change decision by decision, right? Because our lives is just simply made up of different decisions that we make every single day, yeah? So, um, and so we just need to trust that we've got all it takes within us. And sometimes we don't know. We don't know what we, we have within us until this situation arises. And then we realize that, gosh, whatever that I had in the past was actually setting me up to be able to take um, advantage of this opportunity. Just like when I stepped into coaching, I didn't know that when I was eight years old in a choir in my school, yeah. I didn't know that at 17 years old, I was in a drama performing in my school, that all of these experiences is going to help me in my public speaking skills. I didn't know that. I didn't know that when I first started my first job as a book editor, my writing skills is going to help me right now in copywriting as uh, when I'm writing my content post. I didn't know that in my first photography business, right, that um, that I, within that those two years, I'm going to develop a very keen eye for details until not right now. I can see that um, my eye for details is helping me to be able to get things done um, better, right? Um, in a more, um, in, with higher standards, right? And so everything that happened for us in the past is setting us up for success in the future, right? And we just got to trust and that is that, that the life is really happening for us and not against us. And so when we can make those kind of decisions, right, and be able to trust that we have got what it takes, that's when um, we will go forward with faith, with belief that it will all work out in the end. Amazing, amazing. I love that. I love that. So connecting the dots, I think that's also one of the um, quotes I love from Steve Jobs. Uh, he always said that it is by looking backwards and connecting the dots backwards that you make meaning. And just like he right. also learned calligraphy, handwriting, and that's what made um, the Mac different from the PC. So mm. Yes, and you never know. You never know. So you tapped into all of that and you're utilizing it now to make greater impact, utilizing all that um, knowledge and experiences. But you tell us life happens for us and not against us. That is something that we can't um, eliminate. So if decisions are important to make and seizing opportunities opportunities. Yes, yes, yes. And you transform me there where you say that. Once it comes in front of you, the universe is giving it to you. So seeing it as an opportunity is important. And knowing that the how will work out. Yeah. Yes. Oh, great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. oh, thank you very much for that. And um, is there any other lesson you want to give entrepreneurs, uh, coaches, professionals that can help them succeed and grow apart from um, decision making and seizing opportunities? Is there anything else? Uh, one of the things that uh, I, I I share uh, during one of my trainings, right, it's um, 
is this thing, is this concept that uh, our wealth zone lies outside our comfort zone, right? So in order for us to be able to grow our wealth, in order for us to be able to become more successful, right? We need to be able to step out of our comfort zone because where we are currently is where we, uh, what we have done in the past is bring us to where we are right now. So in order for us to be able to reach the next level of ourselves, right, the next version of ourselves, the bigger, better um, version of ourselves, right, we have to be able to uh, step out in all out of our comfort zone so that uh, we can embrace that bigger version of ourselves. And so, um, and so don't be afraid to actually um, think about what is it that, what are the goals that we truly want to be able to accomplish, okay, and who do we need to be in order to be able to accomplish those goals. And once we have a very clear idea of who we need to be, right, then we can work backwards. What are the habits that we need to um, discard? What are the habits that we need to install? What are the actions that we need to take? What are the plans that we need to make, right? And then after that, to be able to take the massive action, to be able to achieve those goals. But it all starts with having the identity first. It all starts with having a very clear idea of who, who do we want to be at the end of the day? Who do we want to be known as? Who do we want to, when we leave the world, right? Who do we want to be remembered as? What is the legacy that we want to be able to leave behind? And then begin with the end in mind, work backwards, right? And start from there. And that's how I, I, I like to see it because um, then we always have a very clear picture of who exactly we are and what exactly we're working towards. Fantastic. Thank you very much. And for all coaches, entrepreneurs, all listeners, welcome to Impact University. You've just had a wonderful transforming session. There you are. We've just had a, a session there, a class session for you. Uh, fantastic. Thank you very much for that. And so this is issue nine. And the theme is striving for excellence. And you, you talk about striving for excellence. I've tapped into some of the knowledge, um, some of the posts that you have, and I realize this means um, something to you. So when you talk about that, what does it mean to you? Is it something you strive for as well as a professional and also in your personal life? Uh, absolutely. I think uh, excellence is a standard. Um, and it's something that I grew up with. Um, and I was raised uh, with, with such high standards. I guess it's because my parents, they, they all along in their, their entire life, they've always had a very, very, um, they're very hardworking people and they are all, they have very good work ethics. And as I was observing them as I was growing up, right, they seek to be, to give their class, their customers and their clients the best that they could. And so, and, and they also want to be able to give us the best schools to be able to study in and to be able to give us the best life, the best um, a house to be able to stay in, right? And so from there, that's how I started to see if we don't settle, right? If we are able to raise our standards and really to be able to embrace excellence and not mediocrity. And, and I don't mean this from a place of ego, right? Um, or, or luxury or what. What I'm saying is we don't need to strive for perfection. What we need to do is strive for progress, 
right? Every single time, how can I be better than who I am yesterday? How can I be better than who I am last year, right? And if I can be that just a little bit better, even if it's just 1% better, right? I'm already striving for excellence. I'm already raising my own standards in my life, whether it's business or whether it's in my personal life, whether it's financially or whether it's in relationships, right? Um, my partner, whether relationships with my family or, or, or with yours. So every single time we don't settle, but we want to raise our standards and go for excellence. Uh, I remember one of the things that uh, my mentor T. Huff Acker said, how you do anything is how you do everything. And so I always remember that because um, if we strive for excellence in one area of our lives, we can strive for excellence in other areas of our lives as well. And we make that um, the default um, standard in our lives. So no matter what we do, right, we won't fall short. Uh, we, we won't settle for something that is lower than uh, what we're willing to accept in our lives. And that's how our lives can improve. That's amazing. And well done to your uh, parents for uh, putting that, planting that seed in you and uh, spreading, never settling, never settling. And uh, I do remember that from uh, T. Haveheka as well, how you do everything. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And I remember him using it with his son. Uh, when I think he was failing in the peace past year, that was a story that I learned from you, that he had to tell him, whatever you do, you have to do it the same way. So if you want to strive even uh, within university to get your grades up, you have to use the same experience, the same habits to transfer them even in university. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's great. I had I'd forgotten that bit, but it's good that you've said it now. I think it's up okay. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Now, as you have a team, I know for Impact University in a world training, how do you ensure, because people can say, I can do it, but my team is failing me. How do you make your team, how do you lead your team to act consistently in support for excellence? That's a very good question. First and foremost, the team must be aligned with all of our values and our mission, right? So uh, in our values, uh, in our company values, right, we talk about kindness. We talk about being supportive. We talk about uh, our clients are the ones who are uh, providing for us, right? We are serving our clients. And so it's really important to be able to see how we can actually serve them to the best of our abilities so that they can get the results that they want. And so that is what my team uh, is always thinking about. How can we support our, um, our clients better, Right? And how can we give them the maximum resources that they can so that they can achieve the outcomes that they want? And from there, the next thing we talk about is uh, what is our mission? Our mission is our mission to movement. Our mission is transforming lives, right? Our mission is to be able to help them to be able to realize their dreams, okay? And so for my team, we'll think about how can we have the systems and processes in place, right? So that we can effectively do all of that to be able to support the company, the company's mission, to support uh, our clients, right, in the success that they want. And so these are the different things that we put in place. And um, first of all, my team are a, a great team of a very, very kind and uh, supportive people. So I really love my team as well. Every single day, they're always thinking about how can we help our clients to become better at what they do. 
mission to movement. They understand the mission. Thank you very much. So aligning them to the values to support that whole mission. That's very mm -hmm. good. That's transformation. And I hope you're tapping into that, that and ensuring that your team, the people you bring across are completely aligned and understand the value of bringing results mm -hmm. to your clients. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. And what are the obstacles for achieving excellence at both in our training and impact university? What could be, what are the obstacles that you face? In every company, we always have growing pains, especially when our business is growing very fast. How can we uh, keep up with um, the success that we have? Right. And so one of the things that uh, when I first started is how do I actually juggle between marketing and selling as well as to be able to deliver client results as well. Because for in a coaching business, not only are we um, achieving sales, right? We want to be able to help our clients achieve their success and get the results. So uh, it was a constant struggle for me to be able to do that. When I was first starting out, I was just doing it on my own without a team. Subsequently, I've got team members, I've got a head coach, right? And then uh, I grew my team uh, now to um, a bigger team. So, so how can we start to install systems and processes in place so that uh, it's no longer just me alone who's taking all, all the work. Uh, this is what I was struggling with uh, right at the very beginning. And subsequently, it was, how do I grow my team? How do I help them to be able to be more effective as well, at what they do so that I can become more effective at what I do, right? Mm -hmm. So it's always about training them so that they can help to take off more things off me so that I can better serve my clients, these are all the growing pains that we have uh, within our business in order to be able to make it even uh, better, more efficient, and, and to be able to handle our next level growth in the next uh, couple of years. Oh, fantastic. I, I didn't know growth pain, growth pain. I've heard of growth pain, but I thought it was more in a chewed brain. <laughs> but in business, yes, yes, I could see all of that um, in terms of how do you transform in balancing results and marketing and sales and building the systems, the processes in place? Yes, you're going to be challenged as you keep changing from one stage to another and you have to keep leveling up. <laughs> yeah, with the team. Exactly. With the team as exactly. Well. Yes. Exactly. How do you go about um, improving excellence anyway? Is there anything more around your systems and processes that you do for your coaching business? Um, I think it is uh, one of the mottos uh, that we always uh, abide by is constant and never uh, ending improvement. This is a quote by Tony Robbins. He calls, uh, he calls it CANI, C-A-N-I. This is something that we are always thinking about. How can I improve our systems and processes? How can we, how can we improve the things that we are doing? How can I make slight tweaks, right, so that we can we can become more efficient, and in my own uh, work, right? How can I be more um, better in my delivery? Okay, how can I deliver more results to my clients? It all starts with uh, thinking about um, the the minor tweaks that we can do on a daily basis. Because it's no longer about just uh, doing things on a big scale, but it's about refining and mastery uh, right now for many of our processes. 
And how can we just make that better every single day? So constant and never ending improvement and, and to be able to learn, not just um and not just be stagnant uh, in our growth, but to be able to learn from all the different people who are good at what they do, because we can't be good at every single thing, right? And so how can I bring in other experts who are good at what they do to be able to help me and grow in my business, right? Or to be able to mentor me or coach me so that I can become better at what I do. So this is what... um. Um, can I is all about this is what constant and, and never ending improvement is all about to be able to have other people come in and help as well so that we can grow at a faster pace and not just relying on our own right and thinking that I've got to do it all myself and this is something that um, at first when I first started in my business I had this misconception that I got to do everything myself and that I'm the best person to do everything myself I'm sure for many entrepreneurs you have got this uh, as well when you first started out right and so but and right, so so the thing is, we got to get, we got to learn to let go of this control. We got to learn to let go of this belief that I'm always the best person to do it, because mm-hmm. if our team can do it better than us, mm-hmm. or, or even if our team can do it eighty percent as good as us, that's actually good enough, so that we can focus on our zone of genius, right, and to be able to deliver better results for our clients and then to be able to grow our business. Because as entrepreneurs, it's important for us not to be um, not to be just in the business all the time because if we are in the business all the time, we are actually business operators. We've got to be, in order for us to be um, business owners, we've got to be growing our business and we've got to be on our business to be thinking about how can I grow my business rather than just be in the business and immerse in the daily processes and lose ourselves and not be able to grow ourselves in the long term. So it's, it's important for us to actually jump out and then look at the big picture from a, from a high-level view, right? And, and from there, our business then can grow and to be able to equip our teams as well with the autonomy to be able to do the things so that they can grow the business together with us. Amazing. Grateful for that. Thank you very much. Thank you. That is the way of improving excellence in your business and your profession. Thank you very much. There's a lot for us um, to learn. So please tell us, I know we are running out of time. Is there anything that scares you? (laughs) Uh, Great question. Um, I'm scared of snakes. Um, I think... uh, (laughs) <laughs> if I see a snake on a plane, right, I'll probably freak out <laughs> because there's no way to run. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, I know those things that um really put us out of state. <laughs> out of state. Yeah, that's, that's a joke. Uh, well, um, on, on a more serious note, uh, what would truly scare me is probably uh, my parents not being around or my parents' uh, health uh, failing. I think that would be my uh, most uh, biggest uh, fear. Oh, mm. I know, I know. So if you love them, if you've been with them and and God has been good and kind that you still have them, that's something to hold on to. Uh, it's precious. Yes, yeah, thank God. They are, very, they are very healthy right now and uh, still, still around. So we get to uh, share good times together. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. So what does success look like to you? For me, it is uh, living life on my own terms, to be able to have the the time and the freedom to do what I want, to focus on my zone of genius. And uh, more importantly, uh, right now, I think I'm at a stage where um, 
uh, I want to be able to help even more of my clients achieve um, their success, to be able to achieve um, six figures and seven figures in their own uh, in their coaching business, right? So that they too can live life on their own terms. I think that would truly be uh, the thing that is most satisfying for me. And in fact, uh, most of the times uh, when they achieve their success, uh, <laughs> I am happier and prouder than uh, even my own achievements. <laughs> So uh yeah, so it is it's, it's like oh sometimes um when when I see them overcoming their own limitations or their own fears, uh it, it just touches me so so much that uh I might sometimes I might I, I just uh people don't know it, but I I, I might just cry behind the scenes because I'm just so touched uh when I see them um overcoming themselves. And to be able to achieve um, the level of success or the next the next steps, um, so that they can go on to achieve more success. And uh, for me, um, if I can do that on scale, uh, to be able to help even more, uh, hundreds more, thousands more, right? And eventually, uh, maybe <clears throat> tens of thousands more. I think that would be truly uh, very very um, uh, satisfying one for me. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Living in your own terms, but also creating bigger impacts and seeing more of your clients as well, achieving the seven, six figures, seven figures, and also having to live on their own terms. So, and then also them impacting more people and then transforming the world. Thank you very much for that. Now, you say that uh, failures are stepping stones to success. You, you shared this with your followers and it's one of your most engaged, you have more engaged uh, posts, but this is one of them. Uh, tell us your view about failure because uh, many people, this is what stops them. This is what fails them from transforming their businesses. Tell us more about this. Um, I've, I've failed so many times in my life. Um, the very first time um, was when I was in my 20s. I was uh, in China trying to grow uh, my my first, uh, my second business, right? Uh, and at that point, I was just alone. There was this uh, part where um, it was my birthday. And the night before, I was just uh, lying on this mattress that uh, I had uh, bought for $50. And, I was, and it was in a rented apartment from someone that I paid uh, $10 every single night. And I was wondering to myself, why am I alone in a foreign country trying to grow my business, um, still struggling, not having a lot of money, but so hungry for success. And, and despite all of that, not having a lot of uh, results. And, and that was one of the moments of my life when I was very, very uh, down because I wanted it so much. And yet I couldn't... I didn't have any success at a point in time. So that was one of the biggest um, failing moments um, that I had. But I realized that it was moments like that that made me strong. It was moments like that that uh, reminded me that um, if I could get through those moments, mm -hmm. then um, the, the next other moments are just other moments that I have to get through, right? The worst are over, right? It's just how can I make use of the rest of the opportunities? So in this journey to um, seven figures in my coaching, my very first Facebook Live, I, I choked three minutes in because I forgot to breathe. My first um, three-hour workshop, 
um, basically the night before I was getting cold feet and wanted to um, cancel it because I was so scared that uh, I wouldn't be able to uh, present or perform at the level that I wanted to. Right. Uh, I had many rejections. I had when I get on uh, sales calls with uh, potential clients, there was there were times when there were no sales for consecutive uh, 10, 10, 12, 15 calls. Right. And and but all of that, all of that, what I see is can I instead of seeing them as failures, can I see them as feedback? Can I see them as uh, being able to get gather more data to tell me what I need to improve? Mm-hmm. And if I can use this as, as feedback, right? If I can use all of these failures as stepping stones, it just means that I am just one step nearer to where I want to go. I'm just nearer to um, my success because now on this trajectory, right? Between where I am to where I want to go, every single step that I take, I am bring myself nearer to the end result. So that's how I see uh, failures. And that's why I say failures are just the stepping stones to success. Because if we can actually see that they are, and every single time we can overcome them, we get nearer to where we want to be, right? Then we can just put our focus on the future, and not the not and not put the focus on beating ourselves up because very often I find that when we beat ourselves up, we get into that spiral of negativity, and sometimes it's just hard to step out of it. But if we can put our focus instead on thinking that failures are just feedback, failures are an opportunity for us to stop and review and ask ourselves what is the lesson here, what is it teaching me. What is the thing that I can gain from it, right? So that I can become better the next time I do it. And if I can come with it from that level of uh, thinking and that that mindset, right? That's when there are no failures. It's all feedback. It's all feedback, right? And then that's how we can make our journey happier, right? So that every single time we're just thinking about tweaking and refining and become better rather than defining ourselves as failures, right? And labeling ourselves because the label becomes experience. When we label ourselves as failure, that's when we stop and we let self-doubt besiege us, right? And that's when it becomes hard to take the next step. So how can we put our focus on something positive so that it becomes easier for us to take the next step is to then reframe failure as feedback, which is which is it, which is which is actually very, very true if we look at it from that perspective. Very true. Thank you very much. So there we are. We 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 don't see it as a failure and not put a label on yourself, but actually seeing it as a feedback like you did at some point after realizing 10 failed uh, sales calls, 15 failed sales calls, um, changing yourself and not actually putting yourself down and just taking that to be feedback. How can I tweak? What do my clients want? That's a good way to actually to change perspectives and allow you to go back to what you told us to hold on, to keep persevering through those dark moments. Yeah. 
Thank you very much. You've answered most of our questions. So we go back to um, asking you about women. I know that you talked about sometimes what we tell ourselves. What do you think as a coach who has coached, I know you've coached, you've coached women and men, but this is a platform for women and all our subscribers are women. They sometimes want something that relates to them more <laughs> because they want this separation, but that's for men. That's the, what do you think? is holding women back uh, to achieving their greatest uh, potential? I think one of the things that um, that holds us back is that um, for a very long time, uh, women, we have been primed to be very, very nurturing uh, people, right? And then we put other people in front of us. We put uh, our family, we put our spouses, we put our kids, right? And we put our community in front of us. And that's when uh, we then eventually get depleted of our own energy until the point where there, there might be a point where some of us actually lose our own identities or lose our own directions because we start to live our lives for other people instead. But if we can start to think about, can I fill myself up first? Can I start to put on the oxygen mask for myself first before I put it on for others? Can I give myself more self-care, right? Can I indulge myself and reward myself first and give myself more meaning and fulfillment in my lives first? That's how when I can fulfill myself, I can also start to be able to lift other people up. I can start to be able to be more joyful, happier, right? And that's when other people, our kids, our families, our spouses will be happier as well because we are happier. So as women, right, I find that if we can start from that space by really giving ourselves um, the, the chance to actually just um, start with giving ourselves, giving more to ourselves first, rather than thinking about how can I give more of myself to others, that's when eventually we will be able to give more of ourselves to others. But start from where we are first. Otherwise, we get depleted too fast, too much, and it becomes a point of um, it's hard to actually uh, find back uh, ourselves. Fantastic. Thank you very much. I think that helps um, to relieve uh, lots of women. You just have to know that you need to put your mask on first and before you give to others. And definitely, we've all been conditioned and that's the way we think. You have to first help others. And by the time you come to yourself, there's less you can do. There's little you can do. You mm -hmm. can't do your homework. You can't do your business. You can't, you can't yeah. do a lot. Yeah, we're always putting ourselves last. Yeah. Yes, our goals come last, everything comes last, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And therefore, we have to just change that, whatever it is, whether it's a triangle, you have to flip it and allow yourself to have more self-care. Think about yourself before you give yourself to others. That's um, mm. fantastic. Is that what you do to ensure that you continue to succeed? Are you able to? Use? I do, I do, I do. I I uh, I schedule in uh, for my own business. I schedule in uh, thinking time, right, so that uh, I have moments of silence uh, to be able to focus on myself, and yeah. and and to be able to think about what I need uh, to do in order for uh, to grow my business. Um, and for my own personal life, um, I also have uh, self care activities. Uh, times when I will wind down, right, and to be able to um 
uh, spend more time. Maybe uh, I've got places that I really love, right? Like uh, spending time at the beach. Uh, that's where these are my happy places. Uh, I've got my happy music, right? That I listen to. So uh, these are the things that I do uh, when it comes to uh, self-care as well. Yeah, going to the spa, um, doing massages and all that, uh, just to be able to pamper myself on a regular basis, right? So that uh, I feel recharged, rejuvenated, right? And refreshed to be able to take on a, a new day. And, and when that happens, uh, everyone around me benefits as well because I start with a fresh mind and a fresh spirit. Fantastic. Wow, wow, wow. You know what to do, ladies, now. You know what to do. <laughs> you managed to get to those six figures, seven figures. Your health has to be up there. You have to know to look after yourself. Go for the spa, go for the massage. And yes, then you sell from a full cup, isn't it? That's very- exactly. And that's why last year uh, I went I went skydiving. It was one of the things on my bucket list. Oh, right. Wow. So uh, and yeah. And so it was like one of the best uh, things that I did last year as a reward for myself for uh, reaching my seven figures. Right. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah. So it was it was so fun. And so when you can do activities like that, that you truly love and uh, that truly fulfills you. That's when uh, you actually feel that um, life is worth living. Life is such a happy journey to be to be in, right? And uh, every day is just uh, so worth it. Yes, yes, definitely. Thank you so much. Uh, I know you told us already about the three, 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 three hundred thirty and three. Can you go back to that? Because I think that's where you're heading here in terms of your mission. We just want to know where you're heading in the next five, 10 years to come. Uh, in uh, For me, uh, my, my next mission, of course, is to be able to help 300 of my clients to be able to reach their first of 10, uh, 10K um, in their coaching business and then 30 of them to reach their first uh, six figures which is 100k in their coaching business and then three of them to be able to reach their first uh, seven figures which is a million in their coaching business that is the, um, the next one thing that I'm working on and in the next five to ten years right I want to be able to um, bring that to uh, thousands more um, so that um, together all of us uh, as a mission to movement we can bring more good into the world because I believe that collectively uh, women, right, of course, uh, men included, but uh, in the next uh, 10 years, 5, 10 years, right, women are going to play a huge part in um, in uh, the betterment of this world, in the improvement of this world, and in making this place just uh, a more loving, more kind, more compassionate uh, world to be able to live in. And so this is something that I hope to be able to spread with uh, Mission to Movement, right, and with uh, our all of our clients together because uh, with their missions with their expertise and their passions right we all can make a difference and it all starts from just uh, transforming life uh, one at a time it all starts from ourselves and uh, so can all every single one of you as well because uh, for me starting out where I am as a very shy very introverted very quiet person if I can do it right every single one of you can every single one of you can I just love that mission. I just love that mission. And I can imagine myself being in proximity with you, feeding off all that positive energy, that those vibrations, oh my goodness, all of those around you, they're feeding off that, that the inspiration you have for your team, the alignment you have, the, um, the love you have 
for the clients, you can, everyone is consuming that. And I'm sure all the listeners are consuming that. And most likely, you know how waves drive, we are all just feeding off it right now. I'm already, I feel my cup is full just listening to you. My cup is full this morning. It's morning time in the UK. And I feel my cup is already full. Thank you so much. So if we go back in time, what key lessons would you give your 15 year old self? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, my 15-year-old self, I'll, I'll, I'll probably tell my 15-year-old self, just try everything you want to. Don't hold anything back. Whatever that you feel that uh, you're passionate about, just go pursue it. There's no limits uh, to what you can do, right? Even at 15 years old, because uh, you don't know what all of these experiences is going to help you uh, going forward in your future. That's the that's the first thing, right? Second thing I, I want I would love to be able to tell my 15 year old is, um, it's okay to be different. Um, you don't have to try to fit in, right? Just be you, um, and 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 just be happy. Just be happy, right? Uh, because Life is life is um so much, so much in life that we can look forward to, but most importantly, um to choose the peer group well, because who we hang out with is going to eventually determine our future, right? Uh, we are the average of the five people that we hang out with, so if we can hang out with uh the people that we aspire to be, one day we'll become like them as well. So choose our peer group very, very carefully, right? So that every single time we can always um, learn, right? And um, be among the people that we truly admire. So that would be the advice that I would give um, a 15-year-old me, right? If I have the opportunity to, and I hope that uh, this inspires every single one of you as well. Definitely, it's inspirational. Oh my goodness. Uh, Wow, wow, wow. She has a lot um, to hold on to, but it's everything is possible. You're telling her to just um, pursue everything, no limits for herself. You're telling her to be herself, to just be herself and not try to fit in, choose the right people to be happy. Wow, wow. She would be a flower right now. She'll just be that flower. It doesn't care. It's just herself and producing whatever it has to produce for others to feed off. And that's you right now. Thank you very much for that. Do you have a life mantra? I do. I do. Uh, and it's very simple. It's just uh, be happy without reason. Be happy without reason. Yeah. There's nothing that uh, we need to externally outside of us um, to make us happy. Uh, we can be happy uh, regardless of whatever is happening uh, outside of us. Yeah, just be happy without reason. Fantastic. I think it's very healing and liberating, really. Just sets everybody free. <laughs> yeah. Be happy without reason. I love that. And so before we leave, please, can you leave a challenge for the Stella women, all our listeners, to help them learn how to strive for excellence from now on? What challenge do you leave them? I would say don't settle. Don't settle. We are all uh, worthy of a spectacular life. And just go for it. Just go for it because uh, it all starts from believing in ourselves first and seeing that the end is worth it and believing that um, we can actually work backwards to, to be able to achieve the goals that we want. And that at the end of it, right, that we all um, deserve 
a life that we love. We all deserve to live that fulfilling life. We all deserve to live a life where um, we have um, the money that we want, right? Uh, without having to worry, without having to think about um, um, all the all the limitations that we place on ourselves uh, that or other people place upon us, right? We actually, we can as long as we are very clear about what we want, we just need to go for it and be hungry, be bigger than our problems, right? And just be bold. Yes, yes be bold, be bigger than our problems and be hungry. Don't settle, believe in yourself. So, wow, there's just, um, here we are that um, we have learned a lot uh, from one and only we were here giving us impact impactful information and taking us, elevating our consciousness in terms of what is possible for us as women, wherever we are and wherever we are in terms of our starting point. She slept, she once slept on a mat paying every single day, $10 every single night you can imagine. And today she is a seven figure coach transforming and elevating the performance of all the coaches that are within her to get to that level as well so that they can all create a bigger impact. We can all create a bigger impact for the, our communities and for the world at large. So it has been an honor. We are so grateful for this classroom, classroom session that we have just experienced uh, this morning and this afternoon, I think in Singapore and anytime that you are um, when you're tapping into this knowledge, let it transform you, let it transform you. And uh, where can we get hold of you? Uh, where we, do you know how our listeners can get hold of you after listening to this session? Someone might think, oh my goodness, how can I get hold of this seven-figure coach? How can I get hold? Of course, we shall put out down some links, but you can also help our listeners and subscribers to get to know how to get hold of you. Uh, you can find me on uh, my Facebook account, uh, Hui Hui, uh, H-U-I, H-U-I, uh, Lake, L-E-K. Um, and um, basically, uh, that is uh, where most people get to know me. And you can also read about all my stories and my posts on my Facebook account uh, as well. Oh, fantastic. Thank you very much. It has been an honor for having you here. Thank you so much for sparing your time and giving us the knowledge. We are here to change perspectives, to elevate your consciousness, to understanding possibilities in your life so that you too can change and become an impactful individual, whether an entrepreneur or a professional in whatever career that you're doing. And so until next time, thank you so much for joining us. It has been May Stella Fikoyo, uh, the editor-in-chief of the Stella Woman magazine and our Stella Woman, we will link, uh, who is the founder and CEO of Impact um, University and uh, Inner World Training. Thank you. Until next time, have a great day and a great week. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Stellar Woman magazine and show's mission to spread thriving women's stories, knowledge, and experiences so that you too can learn one or two things, be inspired, empowered to change, and thrive. We change one woman at a time. This, we believe, will help to make the world a better and brighter world. I hope today's episode inspired you to change perspective, see new possibilities, and take action so that you can become the stellar woman that you would like to be. If you enjoyed this episode, 
make sure to go to the Stellar Woman Show and Magazine website for transcripts and more. Also, please remember to subscribe, review, and share with others, and follow us on all social media platforms. Have a great day. We look forward to catching up with you on the next episode.